1: Happy Wednesday or Thursday, because life is hard and sometimes I get the episode out late. (laughs) What's up, people? Hi, guys. I'm very energetic. I have no idea why. Actually, I do not. Well, you just taught a class. I did teach a class, but I wish that that was it. We got a new couch and I decided to sleep on it with my dog, and I just was in nonstop bliss. Mm, That's nice. I just was awoken with endorphins. That's nice. Sweet, sweet, sweet dog love. Yeah. Well, that's good. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. So, um, welcome to the show, guys. Another great show where we talk about nothing, really. That's what we're doing these days. We're shooting the shit. It's working. It's working, evidently. We're going to talk a little bit about do you argue in front of your kids? And if so, what are the, like, common threads of argument between you and your spouse? Yeah. Um, How we feel about it and such. And then, I mean, we had other things planned, but 2021 is serving up so much gossip. I mean, it is just so so much it's the hold my beer of 2020 i'm hoping that like that calms the fuck down
0: in the next two weeks but honestly i I, you know you know what 2020 taught me expect the unexpected
1: it's true so we're gonna talk about some hot goss and then i feel like we had something else we might want to check in with but i don't remember what it was do you remember what it was um that is a negative for me all right negatory we'll see where it goes guys now we just want to tell you something mom taraj puts the rage Back in parenting, do you see what I did there? Yep. Mom to rage. Yeah, mom to rage. I get it. So we're going to start a new segment every week where we want you to write us and rage. Like, what is your rage this week? It could be raging about parenting. It could be raging about people walking on the streets, not paying attention. Whatever you want to rage about, this is your platform. So please contact us at momtouragepod at gmail.com and write us your rage. And guess what? If you're picked, we will send you some momtourage swag for being an amazing listener and having the wherewithal to like do something about it and write us. And
0: I'll- Also, as two people who basically have a podcast where we uh, get to rage publicly, it's very therapeutic. Let me just when we you. didn't
1: do it for a couple weeks, I was so full of rage. I don't. I had to get it out. Yeah. Well, let's put it this way:
0: we tried to record this episode yesterday. We got to the tits and the shits, and when it came to mine, I just had like full blown breakdown. Then we decided to scrap it, try again today. Uh, that then led to like a full blown anxiety attack. Uh,
1: <laughs> my whole day was demolished. But. I'm doing great today. See, you just need to get it out. So we want to be here for you. We mean it when we say that we are here for you. So please reach out. Reach out and touch someone. And that's us. But don't because it's COVID. Right. So that'll be our new segment. We'll read uh, your emails as they come in. Yeah, And maybe we'll do it in like a fun voice. Who knows? Yeah, like a dramatic reenactment. We really want to hear from you guys.
0: You know, more and more of you are listening, which is so, so exciting. And thank you so much for listening to our show, because it feels so good to not just shout into the ether. But it feels way more personal when we know who we're talking to. It, like There's something about like with the live show, we have like the same people that are always there. They're the fans. And it's like, we're hanging out with our buds. And we want to do that
1: here too. Yeah. Plus, we've got so much swag in Ashley's basement. We really want to give you some of it. Yeah, it's true. It's, we have it's so much. very, very true. Let's clear out some of those bins. Yeah. It's good swag too. Yeah. Anyway, as always, we'll have hashtag swag bag because we love products. Yeah. But up next... The tits and the shits. That was a pretty good one. That was pretty good. And it was only like medium slow. Yeah.
0: Uh, can I start? Yeah, start. Okay, so I'm going to start with... So, y- you know, yesterday my whole thing was like, life is fucking overwhelming. And it is. It's political. The world is, you know, on top of this pandemic, which is like, I never thought I would be dealing with this in my lifetime. Um, that is ravaging people, especially in LA. Currently in LA. Right. Yes. LA is like out of control. On top of that, we also have to deal with the potential end to dem- democracy, which is honestly just fucking terrifying. It's just really scary. So on top of all that, we're all trying to parent and uh, parent at home, parent kids that are toddlers or older, and they all have their own set of issues that they come with. And it's been really challenging. And I hit this place with Sebastian, where it's just like, all I do in interacting with him is scream at him. I mean, I know we sit here and we tell each other like, you're doing great, you're doing the best you can. And that's all true. But it's also just like, I don't want to, I see how it affects him. I see that he's, his temper is really bad and I just don't want to do it. So today I bought one of those chore charts off of Amazon and I'm basically going to be making, you know, like different chores are like being good in school, taking a nap or having quiet time in your room, cleaning up your toys, eating nice, being respectful respectful, listening, like those kinds of chores. I'm really proud of you. I'm really proud of you for that. Thank you. And you know, where I'm really happy is that while we wait for it, I just wrote down things on a piece of paper and he's been putting stickers and like, he's being a real good boy all of a sudden. I put him down for his nap, which usually Matt does. And I said, go pick a book. And he picked a kid's book about racism, which if you guys are looking for a way to explain something like that to your kids, this, this like very adult concept that we think kids can can't handle it's fantastic um and it's for 6 plus and he really has had no interest i haven't wanted to push it down his throat because i'm like okay well I, he is very young for it i'm not going to push it but he brought it to me he said he wanted to read it we went through it like as a good book should do for any of us it really opened up a discussion and uh it ended he i said you know people are mean to other people for no reason just because of the color of their skin and he said i swear i did not encourage this, but he said, like Donald Trump, And I was like, yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, he then told me he wrote him an email. He said, I wrote Donald Trump an email and said, you racist. I know like you, I racist against you. And I was like, that's not how it works, but very good job. <laughs> Also, what's your email address? (laughs) (laughs) Also, on what device? And, you know, I know people are going to have issue with that, but I just really want him to be compassionate and understanding. And, you know, there's an argument that tolerance is both sides of the fence. But I don't know. I don't really have a lot of tolerance for hateful rhetoric and just disliking people for no reason. But I digress. I'm just proud that this is working. It's working more than I thought it would. Um, And I just hope that it continues to. So that's my tips and my shits combined in one. You know, it's been really hard. It's been really overwhelming. It's been very scary. I have like been battling my own feelings in motherhood, but I implemented something today that I'm already seeing pay off in I thought it would just make him better behave, but it's actually paying off in even bigger ways. And I'm proud of myself and I'm hopeful that it will continue to be good because I just I don't want to raise a kid who's nervous and anxious and angry.
1: I don't. So, um, yeah, those are my tits and my shits. How about you? Similarly, we had this discussion yesterday that I really and this is going to segue into kind of our our first our first section of the podcast, but my daughter has started noticing like when I yell and is affected by it and It's usually not when I'm yelling at her, although I do yell at her, but I tend to have a little bit more patience with her. I tend to get more like upset and frustrated with myself afterwards when she's asleep or except that one time that we talked about on the podcast, Christmas, whatever. Um, But I tend to not do that with Lee. And so she has really started reacting when I yell at Lee and it makes me more aware of how I'm doing it yeah. and how I need to like not do it um which brings us to the do you argue in front of your kids yeah. topic that we're going to talk about today.
0: These these topics come from real life guys. Just because we have a voice and
1: podcasting equipment doesn't make us experts. I mean, shocker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Only in our own heads. So my shit's are that I have anger issues, which we know about, and I don't want my kid to have them or to react to them. So my shits are I need to get in control of my temper, which makes it even harder in a pandemic and then my tits are that Luna is in a really really fun stage and granted these I feel like these stages change by week like she could be a monster one week and then another week you're like oh my god it's so much fun sometimes it's by day to be completely honest and I think they never last that long so that you can handle it yeah it's like a weird on the daily I'm like is she schizophrenic or am I schizophrenic Uh, because or bipolar I guess is the better diagnosis I'm like who's bipolar here me or her because it's such a a roller coaster but she's so cute she's so verbal she's able to express herself more she's really funny she's just kind of a riot these days she's dressing herself in ridiculous outfits (laughs) we're just kind of having a really good time this week now last week was a different story I was ready to like jump off a roof yeah but this week she's really adorable and I'm just trying to soak it up good That's nice. But everybody wants her when she's adorable. So when she's adorable, my mom's like, can I have her this week? So like everybody wants her when she's adorable. (laughs) And when she's a monster, everyone's like, you can have her. It's cool. I'll take a couple weeks off. But I just really enjoying her little spirit and kind of seeing the kind of person that she's becoming, which is 100% her own person. That's so nice. And it's amazing. Yeah. And then you get sick of that real quick when you're like, you're too fucking spirited. Well, that's how we were last week. I was like, could Lee? we had a whole discussion about maybe she was too sassy, too spirited. But this week, it's just the right amount. It's like a baking recipe. Some days it turns out great. Some days it doesn't.
0: You added just enough sugar this week.
1: Oh, you added just enough. And other days it's like, too spicy, too hot. But anyway. That's that's our tits and our shits. All right. Should we segue nicely into our first uh segment about whether you fight in front of your kids? Let's do it. One hundred percent yes. Yes, me too.
0: <laughs> I also feel like we've talked about this so many times, but I also think that what Matt and I have what we fight about has changed. So this is one of the things that, you know, I was talking to you about, I don't know if it was yesterday or the other day, was like Matt does this thing now it was yesterday it was it was during the breakdown yeah where Matt was uh, went upstairs with him and sat with him and I came upstairs and I was like you're not supposed to be in here he needs to be having quiet time by himself in his room and he was like he's just a kid and it was just it felt like such a betrayal and I know that's really dramatic out of the moment but it was just like we have to be a united front because if you are questioning what I'm saying in front of him it then undermines how I'm trying to do things. And as the person who handles the discipline in our house, I feel like that's unfair to do to me. And this is becoming- Yeah, it really does have to be a united front. Yeah, I th- I think this is becoming, you know, listen, when I, I watch Super Nanny- You're her friend. Well, I mean, I've talked to her- We don't, like, call each other or text each other, but, like, call me, Joe. Reach out, Joe. Do the right thing. Do the right thing, Joe. So in Super Nanny, what always happens is, like, the couples, one person in the couple is not, like, sticking with it. And then the kids are just kind of having a free-for-all because the person who disciplines them is being questioned by the other parent and it just it just creates this inconsistency and we have to be on the same front and that's also part of why I need to get my temper in check because I do agree that I overreact and stuff but it's becoming an issue it like it's genuinely becoming an issue Matt and I have been together for a long time a long time, almost like 11 years at this point. And I love him very much. And I really don't foresee anything in the future. But this is something that, I mean, if we got
1: divorced, it would be over this. (laughs) It's like- Well, they they say that, that like agreement on the- Kids and what happens with the kids is like the number one make it or break it. Yes, and I get thing it. Now. About a relationship. Yeah.
0: I always thought, like, oh, that's not gonna be us, but like here we are. And it really, really upsets me because he gets to go down to the basement and do his job. And yes, he is very present. He spent he comes up for lunch, he puts him down for a nap, he handles bedtime. Like he is a very present hands-on father. But I spend a majority of the day with Sebastian. And I'm just a disciplinarian, I'm the one that teaches the right from wrong you know i'm the bad cop and it, nothing sucks more than being the bad cop to your kid and knowing they view you as the bad cop and then on top of it it being a fight with your partner it's just like well then what the fuck is, is should i just should this just be a free-for-all should the kid be able to do whatever the fuck they want because if we're going to i'll sit on the sofa and you can
1: just handle this right That's i have that same thing with lee where i'm like i don't speak with nice words no me neither <laughs> my but, partner very hateful words sometimes for i'm me. like you don't get to be upstairs all day, come downstairs and criticize the first thing you see. Mm-hmm. Whether that's how I'm keeping the house clean or how the chicken is cooked for dinner or how I'm disciplining my child. You don't get to do that. You don't know the backstory. You can't micromanage if my job in this relationship and guys don't come at me like everybody has agreements. Yes. We talked about with Eve Radsky about where your job lies, Yes, right? And it's not our jobs to judge one another based
0: on those jobs. Although it's very easy and it's normal to do that, you know, there has to be respect for the, respect for the idea that people have different agreements and Right.
1: So the agreement in our household up until now, I say that because Lee and I talk about trying to revisit the agreement maybe after quarantine is over and see where we're at. Right now it kind of has to stay the same if we're going to respect the stay-at-home bubble situation. But right now my job is to take care of the child, our child. I said the child, like it's like <laughs> the dog. I take care. Of, well, speaking of, I take a hundred percent care of the dog and I take most, not to say a hundred percent, but a large amount of the responsibility of taking care of the kid. I handle meals and I do like most cleaning. That's my relationship that's the agreement. I have time to do my other jobs, which is like this with you and my yoga teaching, but that I kind of have to work around the parameters of my partner being able to support the family right? if this is the agreement, right? Right. So my thing is like, okay, well then the way we talked about with the Ivaratsky is that then that's my job and you don't get to tell me how I have to do it or when I have to do it as long as it's in a re- within the reasonable amount of time as the parameters right. of, our, of our agreement. But that's not what happens because that's not his nature, right. you know? Also it's, not mine. Right. So he'll spend his whole day upstairs, come down and then be like, I really would like it if you'd cook the chicken a little bit more. I like it burnt. Or like I, the place is a mess, like what happened or, you know, or whatever. Or like Luna shouldn't be in front of the TV again or whatever Whatever it is. I'm just making right. up things right. at this point. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. That's usually my reaction. It's just like, you need to shut the fuck up. I I would
0: say that is, in my opinion, IMHO, that is a very reasonable
1: reaction. It would be the same one I would have. And then if he continues with it, well, I'm just trying to make it. I'm like, you don't get to make it. You've been upstairs all day. I don't want to hear it from you. Shut your fucking mouth. Right. But that's like immediately. It's not like, listen, no, it's just like shut your fucking mouth. Right. It's like knee jerk. Right. And then that's my idea of like de-escalating, which is funny. But that's my idea because what I really want to say is something much larger than that and much louder than that. So I try to just say that kind of calm, cool, and collected. But because we're both Aries and we're both like pretty bossy and have done our own thing as single people, him almost for 50 years, me for almost 40 years, we just keep at it. Yeah. And we know that it doesn't work, but he just keeps and then it escalates and then I freak and then it escalates with him and then it's like a huge thing and then we're shouting and then Luna's like hiding, which is is sad. Yeah, me. that's like a really heartbreaking thing as a as
0: a parent. But also, can I say that my response is also like, no one's getting hit here. Why are you acting so scared? Which is awful. But I do have there is like a little element of that. Like we are talking, we are arguing like adults, you need to respect that go to your room. It's not reasonable. I understand. I just want to make that argument that like, it's a house of three people. And people are going to get into disagreements. And there has to be some level of understanding
1: for that. But also, they're children. I think my biggest thing is it's like the same argument all the time. So we're going to go through like what our common arguments are, and I wish that we could just, and listen, we're in couples therapy. You know, we've done some of the things, but I just really wish that we could just find a way because we know what the issue is. We just like can't help ourselves. Right. And we continue to propagate the same issues over and over again in a million different circumstances. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we've, we've figured out what those issues are and we've like highlighted them. But we just can't get to that next step of like changing the actual way that we interact. And that is really where we're like stymied. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't have the answer for you on that. But I, I can tell you that, you know, because we've been together for so long, things that were a recurring argument at the beginning phase, which is not where you are, but at the beginning phase, I'd say like from year one to year up until we got married, which was, yeah, so year five was when we got married and something switched in me. And I'm not saying that that's your solution. I'm just explaining our thing. Something switched in me. And I don't, I don't know, speaking from personal experience, I don't know from my experience if that was, those problems were such like silly ones. Also, we didn't have a kid. So silly and insignificant. And all I needed was this cemented, concrete, we're in this for the long haul and we got to make this work. But it was like something deep down psychological where it was like all of a sudden, this shit just doesn't even matter to me. Again, these were not about living in a household together. These were not arguments. It was arguments about ex-girlfriends. It was, you know, like things that now as people who pay a mortgage and have to keep jobs and have to take care of a child and have to like be able to afford food. Those are moot points.
1: Yeah, we skipped those moot point arguments. Exactly. Right. Right.
0: My point in saying, this is maybe there is some like refresh button for you. Like I felt like that was my refresh button. And then when we had Sebastian, that was another refresh button. It was like whatever little issue was then hit refresh. I don't know that there is another refresh button after you have a fucking kid. Maybe it's like when they go off to college and that's like a really long time and a scary statement, but something psychological happened within both of us. And maybe you just need to find something like that.
1: Yeah, it, I think it's just like a continued thing. Well, it's a continued thing thing we need to work on in couples therapy because i just think in the moment in the heat of the moment like we forget. So it needs to be like small practices we can ingrain on the daily so yeah. that we don't forget in the heat of the moment. Yeah. And then I think the other thing is, as we've tried to work on this, there hasn't been, and I know this how, is how life is, so I'm not like trying to kid myself into thinking something that isn't. As you know, I'm a pretty realistic yeah, person. For sure. I live in this world. I'm not a like rose colored glasses. I wish I was more of that. I think you're I'm a little, you have a little tint in your glass. Really? A little yeah, bit? A little, little, t- little, little smidge. My thing is that since Since we started this journey together in having a baby and moving in together, which happened pretty much at the same time, there's really been one major crisis on top of the other. Like, first it was Lee's parents' health and trying to move them into, like, a facility that would help them in their advanced age and then selling their house and then trying to sell their stuff. Then covid well baby too and all the complications with having the baby right. in my body postpartum and postpartum things, right. Yeah. and then covid and then his dad's health being really declined and continue lockdown in covid and then moving and so we just haven't had a whole lot of like coasting time yeah uh where things are not pressure cookered i mean that's hard that is that really is very hard it's it's like you guys haven't been
0: able to find your comfortable groove in this new life without constant
1: fucking trauma around you and that is that is really difficult and so i think it's in the coast a little bit of the coast And I know as we get older, like our parents are getting older, the coast is harder as you get older, I understand this, but I think when we find the coast, it'll be a little bit easier to like work on some of these things. Let me segue in saying that our primary arguments are that I really like privacy quiet time I don't want to say secrecy because I don't have any secrets as you know I'm like a pretty balls out person yeah but I just have some like real old school boundary things that are very important to me yeah and they don't have to make sense to you you just have to respect them right that's all which is a boundary he does not And it's been a continued conversation. He doesn't understand how in a loving relationship that should be a boundary. And I feel like you would feel the same way. We've had this discussion before. You're like, yeah, I wouldn't want that. I'd be mad about that boundary. It's just things that are important to me. And if you're important to me and I'm important to you, you should just respect them. They're not huge things. It's not like he can read my email. It's not like that kind of stuff. It's like they're just like boundary issues that, that are important to me, you know? Yeah. And he doesn't really follow them. And I've continued to ask and I said it's really important to me. It shows that you respect me. For me, like autonomy and respect are synonymous with love and if I don't have them I feel underappreciated and not loved and taken care of and for him he moves from a very different place where he needs a lot of attention or wants a lot of attention and I don't mean that in a bitchy way but I'm the opposite I like don't want attention on me actually and he like I think wants a normal amount of attention you don't want attention on you no
0: I don't buy that I really I don't
1: do not buy that <laughs> really yeah I really like to do things on my own I know and I, but I still parties. think you like attention I like I like to be cared for, but I don't like attention. Uh, Truly. Okay. Uh, like, I didn't like performing on stage. I didn't like it. How is that possible, considering you made a career of it? I know. Well, now do you know why I dropped out of it Yeah, when I was you successful? Know okay, that makes sense. I like the work. I like the actual work. I don't really like the attention. Yeah, okay. So I dropped out at the height of my career. Truly, I dropped out at the height of my career because I was like, me. Eh. I get it. Okay. So anyway, I want attention as in, like, I want to be cared for and shown that I'm important. Yes. But I don't consider that attention. I consider that, like, care and love. Right? I want that. But Lee needs um, a lot of, like, attention and recognition as a person from his loved ones. Lee and
0: I are a lot more similar than I think sometimes.
1: Yeah. And so, and I, that's not how I operate. So we come from operational, it's like, it's like I'm a Mac or he's a Mac and I'm a, like, a, a PC. PC. Yeah. It's like we're on two different operating systems. Yeah. And then the other big thing is the micromanaging. Like, I really can't stand when someone micromanages something. That's my job. And he can't stand it either. And just the trying to integrate two full lives together that got together in their 40s and 50s and try to make it seamless yeah. is tricky. So those are our major fights that coming from two different operating systems where he needs more attention that I really want to give him. And I resent having to give that attention. And I have these boundaries that he does not keep. And it makes me feel unsupported and unrespected. And then uh, the micromanaging, really. Yeah. What's your common fights? I
0: mean, lately it's been the the feeling undermined uh, in terms of parenting choices and disciplinarian choices. I don't know. I, I really think that's the biggest one. I'm sure there's lots of them. I just like that is, the, you know, the fresh wound as far as I'm concerned. You know, like there's all kinds of stupid little things and that I'm finally learning to laugh at. And it's become a joke, like, the guy is incapable of taking out the garbage and then putting in a new bag. And, like, at first it was like, oh my fucking god, just put the new bag in. And I'm sorry to trivialize, like, a pretty important conversation. But it was one of those things. And now it's like, it took him saying, like, why do you leave your slippers in front of the toilet? And it's like, oh, because I take my slippers off when I take a shed. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. Who does that? You or him? Me. Oh, God. That would annoy me so much. I'd be like, fucking put your slippers back on and move your fucking slippers. Yes. Yes. And I get that now. Maybe Matt and I should be together. Just kidding. I mean, you guys would
0: kill it. It's like Lee and I would kill each other. You and Matt would kill each other. But my point in saying that is like these are such stupid little insignificant things. And once it took like, okay, we both have these little things. We kind of just laugh at them now. But in terms of the big things, I mean, is there something I'm
1: forgetting? You know, I tell you all the time. No, it's mostly parenting stuff. Yeah. Although that that thing where the cursing thing, I guess that was a Oh, yeah, that's a big one. You felt like he was saying that you were kind of like low class and trashy. I still do. (laughs) Some about your parenting, but also some about your like person. Yes. I felt very judged as a human being in all of that.
0: You know, that's there too. But I, I really think it like, you know, another thing. Oh, this has been a common thread in our relationship is I do feel like Matt is secretive in like ways that I don't like and that comes from early in our relationship where he was secretive and it was like in a deceptive way as far as I'm concerned and I'm an open book I'm like you want you want my face to my phone to facially recognize you that's fine I don't give a shit I have nothing to hide like anything you see on my phone I can defend and I can tell you I haven't done anything wrong whereas like he'll have things that he doesn't share and for me it's like that's
1: such a stupid little thing why wouldn't you share that like what what no that's how I feel too it's just a boundaries thing like I just am like yeah I have nothing to hide but also you shouldn't just go into my phone you should ask me and that's fine I mean I'll still show it to you like I'm always like I'll still show it to you right
0: I just don't think you You just assume. But no, that's not even what I mean. Like, he'll let me in his phone. He doesn't care about that. Like, things will come out over time. There is a common example. He has friends that have been childhood friends of his. And when he is around them, he acts like I'm not his everything. And if there's one thing I need to feel like, I need to feel like I am the most important because I make him feel like he's the most important. And I I'm, I try to make the people in my inner, inner circle feel like they are the most important because they are. They are all important. So when we get around certain people like friends of his, he is so dismissive of me sometimes. And he is so like my feelings no longer matter. When I was 25 and we first dated, like was I be acting irrationally oh I guarantee it I'm sure there were things but now that it's been so many years of like this continuing to happen even when I try to change and it doesn't feel like he is changing it really triggers me like it's a monopoly game has triggered this in the past with these people and it's not about them and it's to the point where like if we're fighting I won't I won't zoom hang out with everybody because I know it's just gonna get worse and I just I'm so tired of being the girl who at 27 years old jumped out of a car at 1 a.m. on in fucking in Williamsburg (laughs) in the pouring rain and he had to like stop the car and chase after me. Yeah. At 27, I was a fucking crazy person. Okay. I really want to hang out with 27 Ashley. Oh, she was a fucking hoot. Let me tell you. I love that 27
1: Ashley and 30 Carrie, we would have been a disaster in the best way. (laughs) Like dancing on bars. We digress. I used to break into people's pools off season when they weren't there. Okay. That's and too skinny much dip for me. in their pool. It's <laughs> too much for me. Twenty-seven year old Ashley would have had to be loaded
0: to do that. <laughs> Which I often was, so I would just be like, "Let's bring it in this pool bitches." Oh, oh my god, god. we so would have had the best time. Let's go back in time. You know,
1: I think that brings me to this other thing, which is like in my mind, it relates. It's not exactly the same thing, but I think there's this thing with men, you know. And and Matt is very emotionally evolved, and I think that Lee is also emotionally evolved. Very much for so. I would agree. The yes. male species, yes, they're okay being kind of metro and like they're very self aware and all those things that you look for in a in right. a, a man with emotional intelligence. But like Matt's the kind of guy that other guys have called like a wuss or whipped
0: and he's like yeah okay I don't really care.
1: Right but I still think there's this thing like there obviously is something with Matt with these people from his past that he feels like he needs to like be a certain way with Totally. That represent like maybe who he was before you and it kind of like gets triggered. Yes. And then there's this thing with Lee. I don't have that so much with Lee's friends um, because Lee's friends are all like in their 50s and they don't give a fuck about (laughs) anything anymore. There is this thing with Lee where a lot of times that secretive thing that you were talking about with Matt, it's like he doesn't tell me the thing that he's actually extremely upset about, which is often not to do with me. And I mean, sometimes it's to do with me. I'm not being like, it's never to do with me. I'm perfect. (laughs) But a lot of times it's something that's like deeply upsetting and he's trying not to burden me with it. But what ends up happening is it causes him kind of like undue stress and anxiety and it comes out in a different way. And then I'm like, why are you being such an asshole out of nowhere? Yeah, And it's really that he has all these things going on. And when I have the time without the baby or like any time to like really interact with him in a heart-to-heart way that's not from a place of we're in an argument and I unpack it a little bit, something always comes out that is kind of secretive. That's like, well, this happened with my dad the other day and this is yes. going on with work. Yes, and this is and what I'm just, saying. Yes, And exactly. I was like, why didn't you tell me? This is like a big deal. Yes. Why didn't you tell me your dad's in the hospital? Like, why don't I know that? And his thing's always like, well, I didn't want to burden you. Yes. And I'm like, the burden is not sharing your intimate moments with me. That's what makes me feel close to you. And then I can know to give you a little bit more leeway and like a wider berth.
0: Completely. I completely agree with you on that. It's like things that at this point affect him more than they affect me. And it's like, if you could just, it's okay to feel this and it's okay to be anxious and it's okay to be nervous. Like I can help you with this. Just let me be a sounding board if nothing else. I know I can't fix it, but I can at least be a
1: safe place for you to have your feelings. That's like what happened when Lee's dad got COVID. I was just like, why are you? he's like, oh, my dad was hospitalized for COVID three days ago. I was like, what? <laughs> like, how did you not tell me that? Yeah. Like immediately, like, how, like that is a really big thing. We are a family. Like for all this, like you saying that I'm secretive with boundaries and we're a family now, like, yo, what's up? That, like that's the same thing. Anyway, yep. guys, women are from Venus and men are from Mars. <laughs> Literally, my man is, last name is Mars, so. Yeah. Should we move on? Yeah. I feel like we've beaten that with a dead horse. Speaking of dead things, Uh, should we get to hot goss? Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy
0: price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app
1: today. Your
0: savings are waiting.
1: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line.
0: It's dark, man. It's so dark. It's so dark. So I guess I should say before you go into that, can I just say that like 2021 has been so prime for Hot Goss that it's been in every episode. Like this is not a Hot Goss podcast, although I would love for it to be. And it has made it into every
1: episode this year because this shit is cry Okay, so I have some fresh off the presses, but let's- Ooh. Okay, so let's just have a warning for a second. Yeah, this might trigger people. Some of the stuff that we're about to discuss is going to be triggering. Yeah. So if you are someone that has had- a Violent violence, relationship. Violent relationship, abusive relationships. Dealt with rape. Dealt with rape. If you are in a state that's vulnerable, please fast forward, I would say, about- Eight to ten minutes. Yeah. And then we'll get to some goss at the very end that is fresh off the presses that is not so triggering. Yeah. But just feel free to skip ahead, please. Skippers be skipping. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of dead death, beating a dead horse, let's talk about a dead cat. Ugh. I mean, okay. Azalea Banks, who I'm so old, I thought was Iggy Azalea. And I got really upset because I actually like weirdo Iggy Azalea. I think she's like so bizarre and I'm kind of into her. But Azalea Banks is someone different. I'm just old. Yeah. So now I'm going to call them all Iggy Azalea Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. Is what I'm going to call them. Yes.
0: Apparently, Azalea Banks, her cat died. She buried it. But then... Dug it up. That's the part of the story I don't understand. Above everything else, she, she then dug it up, boiled it. Do we know if she ate it?
1: She said she was going to eat it. We don't know that she, she was did. doing some sort of like incantation. Yeah, it was
0: definitely like Santeria of some kind. Because then she has the cat skull in like what looks like an altar. Altar. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. For American people, this is very weird. Is Azalea Banks American? I know zero about Azalea I don't Max. know, but I can tell you that the news sources, I rep- i don't know anything about her. I know she's a musician. I don't know what she sings. And I've known who she
1: is for a while, but I know I really just don't know shit about her. I do know that from just reading the gossip rags that she has been uh, recently having a lot of erratic behavior on her Instagram. Well, and so people have been like, what's up with her erratic behavior? Well, after she boiled
0: her cat and it looked like black mush, which... It literally was the grossest thing I've ever seen. She deleted it. She kept its skull on her altar. And when I say the American thing, I mean that because my family is Cuban, there have been brief interact. Or my mom's side of the family is Cuban. Very Americanized Cuban. There have been brief interactions with Santeria in their lives. Weird things like a pile of plates on your doorstep. Like apparently that's some bad juju shit although it's very outside of my norm as soon as I saw it I was like oh okay she's into some weird witchcraft stuff that I I am like don't want to fuck with like I don't do, do you watch American Horror Story in Coven when um oh my god what's her name Stella got her groove back Angela Bassett when Angela Bassett was like the voodoo queen like that's the kind of shit that it seems like to me. Santeria voodoo type of stuff. Either way, I don't fuck with it. I'm good. <laughs> I felt like I needed to sage myself after even just knowing that it existed. It freaks me out too hard.
1: Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is just like, it was like icing on the cake of what the next experience oh, was, God. which is truly horrible, which is Army Hammer. Yeah. Okay, so
0: Army Hammer, who Up until now, I found very, very handsome, who was married to Elizabeth. I don't know her last name, but she has a successful bakery and has turned that, I think, like a gluten-free bakery and in LA and has like turned it into hosting jobs and all this other stuff um they had recently gotten divorced and back when all this Tom Girardi Erica Jean stuff started coming out about her divorce and there were rumors about her cheating on Tom Girardi with Scooter Braun another rumor was that she had she and Scooter would hang out at s clubs and she found Army Hammer there and he was her submissive and rumor Willis hangs out with them too and like whatever and I was like okay well that's weird but also like I've lived in L.A. L.A. is like a weird town that you think they like make look crazier in movies. And then when you're there, you're like, no, people are fucking nuts, which is why I had to leave. I was like, this place is too fucking much. I feel like I'm living in entourage and I don't like that show. So (laughs) now it's coming out. These like screenshots of text messages and DMs and photographic evidence that Army Hammer is in fact dominant, but he abuses his power as a dominant. So I have a friend of a friend who is a, into S and and like apparently this is all this is a world unknown to me. But apparently um, you have to have a level of trust. In all of these things. So if somebody's going to tie you up. You have to trust that there's a safe word. And that they will untie you. And all this other stuff. Apparently he is abusing this power. He um, talks about rape in these things. He talks about eating people. He talks about cutting people's the girls toes off. And keeping them in his pocket. He talks about holding her heart in his hand. And like being in control. So he obviously has like some major control things. Because this is what this... All, all of the common thread between all of this weird shit. And I don't even think, like, S&M is weird. I just think, like, the extent in which he goes to is power. Well,
1: the other thing is... I finished my wine, P.S. Fabulous. I'm almost done mine and might get another glass in a second. <laughs> so the other thing is that multiple women have now come and now like there's three more women that are coming with full-on receipts, like yeah. screenshotted text messages, how they found each other. He evidently was on Tinder with a different face. Yes. And then when he would meet the girl, he'd be like, this is me, but obviously you can understand my an- anonymity, why I'd want to do this. Are you still down with this? Or also, whatever. if
0: I like met a guy on Tinder and it turned out to be Army Hammer, would have been like yes sir (laughs) I would be
1: so excited I know until you realize the whole situation yeah okay first things first because there's a lot to unpack with this and I just want to make sure that I get all of it okay if you go back and look on his Instagram Mm -hmm. he's been like sending hints For a long time. There's tons of pictures of him him eating meat. There's all these stories about him being like, they came with a raw steak. They apologized and asked if they could send it back. And I said, no, I'll eat it. And I ate the whole thing. He has lots of pictures of him with knives. Huh. Funny things about like pictures of somebody's car that's like, this tastes like flesh. And he's like, I wonder what you're having. Like all of these like hints. Somebody's car? He took a picture of like someone's car license plate. You know, like when you see someone's funny license plate? So he took a picture of somebody's car license plate that around the license plate where you can like have a vanity frame. It was like, tastes like human flesh or whatever. And he's like, wonder what what this guy's having for Thanksgiving. So if you go back and look at his Instagram and you're like looking at it through these lenses, which granted you could probably do that with anyone's Instagram, but he does have a lot of knives and a lot of meat and a lot of like stories about eating like steak tartare, which and I'm weird a big shit. fan of, to be completely
0: honest, but I don't like eating people. So, right, well, that we know of, actually. Have you seen that? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Episode? Yes, it's not. It's. I guarantee you,
1: many things may come out that will never come out because it is not factual. Um, and then there's the receipts from these women who have taken screenshots of the text, screenshots of pictures they've sent him with his he has some specific finger tattoos so you're like what more do you need because these finger tattoos are really kind of specific and kind of douchey if i'm gonna be real with you what are they it's like uh you know on like the knuckle between it's like a ring but not okay you know like when someone gets something tattooed that kind of looks like a ring yeah but it's a tattoo so sort of like that's like dots it's like a weird like tribal dot situation okay him texting being like i want to put a belt around your neck and she's like that's too much and he's like i won't buckle it and then he did, he buckle, did buckle it and it. there's the picture of how bad her neck is and all these things but anyway there's also receipts from another girl that say that he said he wanted to be caught oh he's like I've been sending hints I kind of want to be caught it's like all these things about him like kind of being doing risky behavior going over the edge going over the edge because he something makes him want to get caught like honestly
0: I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out that he has like killed somebody or, or that something. he's like a
1: sociopath yeah. yeah well he definitely is so the then, today's extra dish about him and then I have some new dish about some other people that you're going to love. Ashley, I've been holding on to it. Okay. Secret, I'm holding secrets from you, girl. <laughs> was that, one, he was supposed to start in a new JLo movie. I and heard this. immediately replacing him. And the agents can confirm they're immediately replacing him. It was st- starting to shoot soon. And that his management doesn't
0: know whether they should address this or just let it uh, fade away. Which I don't know that this
1: fades away, guys. There's also, on the Daily Mail, there's... There's pictures of videos of him drinking beer while driving and licking white crystals off a friend's hand. Oh. And various videos have come out from various people showing kind of a spiral into like drinking more and risky drug behavior. Okay. And so I think I do watch a lot of murder shows, as you know. Oh, I'm really into this kind of thing, which sounds not the way I meant it to come out. I don't know that there's a good way to make that sound. Sociopaths often get away with stuff. They're usually very intelligent people. They're very charming. They're almost always very successful. Yeah. And then there comes a pressure point or an inciting incident that leads them. uh, It's kind of like they're so cocky. Think like American Psycho. Right. They're so cocky, they think they won't get caught. Yeah. And then something happens. They start kind of getting sloppy on purpose to test the waters. And then there's some kind of inciting incident, which could be the divorce or like, whatever and then shit starts spiraling hmm. more risky behavior being less guarded being less careful about stuff also really fucked up there's all these texts back and forth about how he's like i'm taking my daughter for a walk i'll come meet you i want to get her tired so then i can like come tie you up uh yeah and so then like, pictures that he's sending he to his these kids girls around yeah yeah Oof, that's not really good. upsetting he has made a, a real
0: case to not see his kids again Please. now this is
1: me being an old fart Army Hammer is not the one that's a twin, is he? He played a twin in the social network, which is what you're thinking. But he played himself. Just two versions. Okay, got it. it, Okay. Anyway, that's real upsetting. And they recently just had a text where he said he ate uh, Animal Heart. I mean, fine, whatever. People eat that.
0: I I feel like that's making something out of nothing.
1: I'm just saying, shot and killed, pulled out of his body and then ate it. I'm just not into that. No, I'm not. I'm not either, but like people do that.
0: Well, maybe not like fresh when it's like. I, I just yeah. you know what that's some sick shit and also like something came out that his like wife is or his ex-wife is really upset about it all that and apparently when they were first dating she was you know into the S M thing with him and then this Playboy article came out I guess when he started to become kind of famous where he talks about how like sex starts to become like you know, less of
1: what it is, but it's okay. It's a good thing. Well, he also tells a story about in a previous relationship, a woman trying to stab him in sex. I I wonder in these situations, like, I guess if you're a sociopath,
0: like you can keep things hidden. But like, if Matt was like (laughs) into this, I would know. Like, I would know—the guy, like, freaks out if I even, like, play with his butt—like, tickle
1: his butt cheeks <laughs> when he's naked. So, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I would know. Maybe I don't. Maybe it's going to come I, out that I would say this. Also, strangely, some of the Army Hammer pictures look like this guy that I'm going to talk to you about. I one time dated for a short period of time—I think you know this story—a dude who— what a shocker! He was the son of a Baptist preacher. Oh yeah, church. okay. I already know where this story is going. And he uh, was a poet, of <laughs> what course. A shocker! And he really wanted to be debased. He was really into it. He wanted me to pee on him. He wanted me to drink. He wanted to drink my pee. Okay, yeah. And I was like, all right, I'm a pretty adventurous girl. I'm a pretty adventurous girl. Like, I'm like, okay, I'll try anything once. So I peed on him in the shower. He was really into it. He ended up drinking my pee. I was kind of grossed out it but Ugh, I was like okay that is, I couldn't no yeah uh-huh. I'm like I'm not gonna kiss you afterwards but okay yeah. like you know whatever um and it was the, evidently from what he told me it was the first time he would experienced that because he had like lived in a southern town with his like southern girlfriend and then he moved to New York and like this was the first time he was letting his freak flag fly whatever sex was good it was whatever he kept wanting to do it like this was really his thing and I was like here's the deal One, I mean, I'm willing to try something, but I'm like, I'm not really into it. I'm into if you're in a relationship trying to like support the other person's kink, whatever it is. Right. But also if you want me to piss on you and drink my piss every time, it starts to become like, just like missionary style all the time. It's like how boring. The whole idea of kink is that it's like, it's mixing it up. Yeah. Like, are you serious? Every time, like I'm going to have to put down like a fucking plastic sheet so I can motherfucking piss on you. This is like boring as fuck now at this point. I'm just like like, ugh, it's so predictable now. Like now I'm bored. I'm bored by this. You know,
0: I told you I dated a guy who was like turned on by girls getting waxed, right? Not like a waxed vagina. Yeah. He was weird. He was, he also wanted me to pee on him. Oh, family, stop listening. He also wanted me to pee on him. He went, oh, I can't even say that one publicly.
1: I know. I know. We all know. We know. You don't have to say it. We know. And I was just like, bro, this is too much. Like, this is a lot. It's sort of like an every once in a while kind of thing. Like, I can't do this every time. Uh-huh. It's like labor intensive. Can we just like have regular sex,
0: please?
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, so here's the dish that you don't know about, probably. Um, Hilaria Baldwin and Alec Baldwin are living in separate homes right now. <gasps> I don't know about that. And they're saying it's because of, quote unquote, a COVID scare. However, it is incredibly Timely into everything that's happened. So they've moved into two separate homes.
0: I just don't believe he didn't know. Like he's met her family. He has to have met her mother
1: and her father and like talked to them about their lives. I wonder if it's a thing where he did know, but now it's gone on and it's an embarrassment to him and he's right. mad. Yes. I could see how his personality, again, I don't know how Baldwin, guys. So I'm just like fucking talking out my ass, literally. <laughs> Disclaimer, we don't know any of the people we're talking about here, okay? I'm literally talking out my ass, like literally like- (laughs) My ass is up to the microphone (laughs) telling you this. Maybe he's like pissed off that now it's going to affect his career. I mean, that does seem pretty
0: Alec Baldwin-y.
1: That it like went a little too far. Now it's like, Come on. Yeah. Or that maybe he's mad that she couldn't hold the accent. He's like, guys, I'm multiple Academy, you know, nominated, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross style. You like better keep, if, you, if you're going to go there, method act this shit the whole way through, you know? <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis, the shit, my left foot, do this the th- whole way through or don't do it at all. But anyway, they're living in separate houses and they're saying it's a COVID scare, but also like- They have a big enough house that he could probably just, like, quarantine to a wing. Yes. So I'm just, like, it's interesting that they're living in different houses at this point.
0: Yes, it is. Very much so.
1: Unless it's for a shoot. The only thing I could think of, unless Alec is hired for, like, a shoot or a show and they need to separate, like, they are with the, like, the NBA players and the football players. They're being, like, you really can't live with your family. You have to live in a hotel or whatever. Unless that's the case and media is just, like, spinning this, which they do all the time. All the time. That's a piece of hot gas that just came out. That I was like, "Ooh, that's fresh tea." Yeah, that's, good. that's like hot, hot fresh tea. That's good. I like that. HP two as as not skinny, not fat calls it. Hillary Baldwin, the Hilario Baldwin tea. I just like that. It's continuing to go. It keeps going. Just yep. when we thought Army Hammer was gonna like shoot it out of the water, it's coming back. Like the kind of tea that I want is this kind of tea. The Army Hammer stuff is a little too much.
0: Yeah, the Army Hammer stuff is just like I'm watching a sick person who hurts people, and that's like not this This is the thing about you and I like we love the hot cost because it's so harmless it's such a like like not a big deal when people start really like really getting hurt like not divorce
1: or breakup heart like murder hurt
0: <laughs> beaten hurt that's where we draw the line I guess
1: look at us we're moral gossipers I actually don't think like hilarium Alec Baldwin are going to get divorced they seem very in no. love and cute with each other but it's just you know this is the like the quote-unquote like fun gossip which I know some people will say no gossip is fun it's all hurting but you know don't listen to our podcast and also those aren't our people
0: I live for the hilarious gossip I really do. And oh I also, God. I would be shocked if they got divorced, to be completely honest. No, they love each
1: other. It's, I think they're really they perfect like for each other, honestly.
0: An entire, like, army's worth of children. What are they going to do? And, like, she's loved by her stepdaughter. Like,
1: all right. Should we go to hashtag swag bag? Uh, yeah, hashtag swag bag. All right. Hashtag, hashtag swag bag. All right. So I'm
0: going to go with kevin's naturals i've started a list in my phone for times like these when i need a hashtag swag bag of things that i swear by so there is this brand called kevin's naturals and it's you can get it on amazon in the whole foods part and they do like a thai coconut curry they do like a korean it's all chicken uh chicken korean barbecue flavor there's like Five or six of them. They're about $9.99. It feeds three. Although I would say it feeds three in that like it feeds myself, Matt, and Sebastian. But when Sebastian gets older, we will need two of them. It is sous vide chicken. It's already cooked. You put it in a pan with some, I always do coconut oil. You put it in a pan to just like saute it a little bit get a little like goldeny brown you add the sauce and that's it like so few calories i made the thai coconut curry the other day it's ready in about five minutes it was 190 calories per serving i made some rice and i mix in whole foods has really nice frozen veggies like a Provençal style whatever i add the whole bag in and it's like as good as takeout the whole meal cost about 15 dollars. like antibiotic free chicken it's very low calorie tastes good you know how sometimes you buy like a frozen chicken meal and you're like oh I do not like this chicken yeah it like it's chewy or something yeah the chicken's good the texture is good it tastes good I love it I have bought every single one they are all good but the Thai coconut is my favorite I just think it is the easiest thing to just keep in your fridge dinner takes you five to ten minutes as long as you have rice or some kind of starch or something made it is a plus Kevin's natural. Do the right thing because I it will eat you every single night, like army hammer. Sorry, too soon. Too soon. But no, really, you should try Save it. Like if chicken. You, next time you're at Whole Foods, I haven't seen it anywhere else but Whole Foods. But Whole Foods is that's
1: where they have it, and it's great. So first, before I do my hashtag swag bag, I want to give everybody an update. I alluded to it in the podcast, and then I actually showed it and talked about it on the live show, which is the Ohora Nail Gels. Oh, yeah. So, it lasted a week plus. They said it can last two weeks, and I honestly think that if I was not OCD, it would have lasted two weeks with, like, a touch-up. So... I was on a week and a day and it looked really, really good. Like I had a little grow out. So there was like a little ridge like there does with a gel manicure. And I just took like a clipper and clipped the ridge so that my when I put my fingers through my hair, it wouldn't like get stuck. Mm-hmm. And I noticed about midday yesterday that the entire pinky nail was off. Like oh, the gel, so not my So it didn't last nail. two weeks. No, it lasts. Well, the rest of the manicure, I think, would have lasted. Okay. And I could have just replaced just the pinky nail, which probably would have been the smarter choice to do. But I'm so OCD, I just decided to take the whole set off. Mm. And I do have to say that taking the set off was not too bad. Like, it, was, it didn't hurt my nails, I don't think. My nails are really nice and strong underneath it. I don't feel a lot of damage. I did actually not have to soak it in the acetone to get it off. Okay. Like I said, the pinky nail, like, flipped off. And I think it was because I didn't adhere it as well. As the other ones I think it would have lasted Close to two weeks Honestly But that pinky nail Was a little precarious And I should have just replaced Just the pinky nail But I'm kind of An all or nothing kind of girl So I took the whole set off I mean I can understand that But I like Nine out of ten Recommended I have to say And I definitely Next time I order Because you can't just order one Because the shipping and handling Is honestly the most expensive part So you should order in bulk I am going to try the pedicure Because I'm sure That shit's going to last forever Yeah Because pedicures just Are easier to In general
0: Last forever
1: It just creeped me out To think about getting like like, a bl- extra blingy pedicure. I don't know why that creeped me out right away, but I think yeah, I'd that's be into a weird it. reaction. I know, especially when you know me. And you know how blingy I am. Anyway, ten out of ten recommend. When my daughter goes to my mom's tomorrow, I'm going to put on a new set, so I'll I'll show you the next the next set that I put on. But I really, it's fun. I like it. It looked really good. It lasted kind of a long time for that kind of thing. Hmm. I really enjoyed it, and it. The biggest thing was I didn't bite my nails or pick up my nails, so now my nails are like really long. Oh, that's for nice. someone who's like a chronic nail-biter, picker kind of person.
0: I was inspired by you. I bought a keratin nail growth. Oh. You know, one of those. And it's been doing a nice job and my nails are getting a little longer
1: also because of it. Nice. So that's, I don't know, like, I guess that'll be my official hashtag spy bag is those, these Ohura nail gels. I love that. Even though we talked about it on the live show, you know, I'm just going to say it is sent through DHL from Korea. So, You do have to buy like the actual nails and everything are only between like 11 and 17 dollars, but the shipping's a lot. So. You should just like go ahead and buy like a couple pairs. And right now they're having a deal where they will throw the gel lamp in for free. And then I recommend getting the gel top coat because that makes it last a little longer. I like them. They're really cute too. Yeah. And there's like various degrees of bling. Yeah. Although uh, pro tip, I heard that the ones that are matte, so like read the fine print, the ones that are matte don't last quite as long. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. I personally hate matte nails. Like, I really hate them. I'm not into them at all. That's how but I feel about coffin nails. Yeah. So the matte ones that they have, I read all the reviews. They don't last as long. Anyway... That's our show, guys. Remember, please send us your rage. Let us help you (laughs) purify you through uh, the cathartic rage of getting it out in a podcast. Can they leave a voicemail on that number or no?
0: I think that's just a texting number. We can set up a Google number though. I'll set
1: one up. Okay, because maybe you want to hear your own voice.
0: I kind of love that. I mean, I guess you and Lee would
1: know how to do that, right? Yeah, we'll work on that and we'll get back to you guys.
0: Love you. Thank you so much for listening. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We are out here on our own, and these things really, really matter.
1: We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at momtouragepod at gmail.com.
0: Follow us on Instagram at momtouragepodcast to hang out with us all week
1: long. We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you, and go slay. Mom to Raj is written and produced by Ashley Heron-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at mamadramaband or mamadramaband.com.